it is the uh, Castlevania lore authority of this show. It's not my intention to like go into this and point out, oh, here's where this is different, here's where that is different. Um, I guess what I need to do right now is get some idea of how much I can really talk about without having spoiler called on me. Because there's a bit I can say about this show and predict about what's going to happen next, based on my knowledge of the games. But, um, yeah, uh, I guess what I'm asking here, gentlemen, is do you want me to avoid potential, I guess, avoid information that's likely to occur in the next season? Well, I'm kind of really into the show, so I would prefer not to hear that kind of stuff. But so it would, if you yeah. can, that would be nice. Okay, I can go on yeah. full spoiler warning or full spoiler whatever. Guard. Guard, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I do like it, even though I don't know much about Castlevania. So it would be nice to mm-hmm. be surprised. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say as a diehard Castlevania fan, I also enjoyed this quite a bit. That's good to hear. That's cool. Because you were worried. I was. Well, some of it, like, I don't know what was said. It was supposed to be like, there was a comment in one of the interviews. It was like, we want to make this more, I don't know. I don't think they said kid-friendly or family-friendly. No, they said, something. they said for a teen audience. That's it. Which, this which is really, not. Which really kind of means nothing. Well, I don't know about that because I... I think teen audience uh, means something different now, as opposed to like when we were teens. Although let's be let's be real, Mortal Kombat was targeted towards teens <laughs> back yeah, in our but day. Like the violence there wasn't anywhere near as graphic as it is here. We see like eyeballs getting knocked out, entrails hanging out. I'm pretty sure there's multiple dead babies in this. Yeah, there's at least one. <laughs> yeah, like there's there one were hanging out of that demon's mouth. Mm-hmm. And then there was like like a quarter of a torso attached to a head of what I believe was a child in that first episode. Shit was fucking dire. <laughs> and there was also like a bloody crib. It was and a Yeah, I think screaming. that was that was from the baby who was dangling out of that one demon's mouth. That I was pretty shocked how far they went with that. They, uh-huh. I mean, usually when something does a lot of is very gory and violence, they always try and they stay, tend away, to stay from away from the children. Children, but this, nope, they didn't. No, nope. There was all. some child murder. There was some, yeah, some, some woman murder, some man murder, some old people murder. I mean, really, everybody got it. Now I'm not saying I'm okay with seeing children. Just completely just ripped to shreds. No, but I'm kind of glad they did this. That's how you know. That's how you know this is raw. Yeah, (laughs) that's why I'm not for baby killings. Yeah, make that that clear. But I I really do like that they just you know what we're gonna go all out with this. We do not care. It's like no, no, no. You don't understand how dark this shit. No, you don't. Look at this. Now you get it. Yeah. No, it's um. They don't hold back with this stuff. Not not at all. Mm-mm. 
I like. They I don't hold really back like on the, the violence, <sighs> and they don't hold back on the language. That was actually kind of a pleasant surprise for me. Yeah, I enjoy that as well. Uh, I can't imagine that there's that much cussing in the games. No. I, I, so I thought I read somewhere that this was based on Castlevania Three. Is yep. that right? It is. Mm. Uh, same characters, same basic plot line. Um, yeah, Castlevania Three, Dracula's Curse. Um, what I initially thought was kind of a uh, deviation is actually maybe... Like, there's a couple of things that I thought were flat-out deviations, but are actually just kind of like slight reinterpretations or expanding upon elements that are barely touched on. Mm. Like, uh, the Belmont family is... Um, not like they don't say quite exiled by the church, but they do mention that they're feared for their uh, supernatural abilities, and they just kind of expounded expounded on that, saying that yeah, they were exiled by the church, and this particular church is full of fucking idiots who think anyone that does anything that's like <laughs> anything is is evil. Can I say that that is also? So I'm curious if that was something. That was like in the games, or if that's like part of this interpretation, no, like the church is the just game. fucking insane. That's part of that's part of the interpretation, and I feel like it's handled well. Uh, aspects of it, I, I won't say bother me. Um, something like this could get trying for me if it went on for too long. But more than that, um, I was I appreciated that it ended when it did because. I feel like if it went on any longer, it was going to start to contradict with elements of the world. Hmm. Like, they were getting really close to there is no God in this world, and then it's like, okay, how do you explain... Well, there's going to be things that pop up later that'll be like, okay, how do you explain this? How do you explain how any of this works? Um, In the games, the uh, Belmont characters can access different uh, sub-weapons and among the sub-weapons the two most prominent are holy water and crosses the crosses can be thrown like boomerangs and the holy water will either explode in a column of like blue holy water fire or whatever the fuck or travel across the ground but one of the things is that the Belmonts can use these as weapons and if they they kind of if they kind of kept going with that, the church is evil. There is no God. This, that, or the other it would have been like, okay, how's this going to work now? And well, let, I mean, let alone the whip. Well, it, I mean, well, they did. Event, I mean, in, in the last episode, yeah, he did ask a priest to make holy water. So there, I mean, the idea of God is in this show because you know, or else the holy water stuff wouldn't have worked at all. I just think. Well, they, I mean, they I was, kind of explain it in that, um, yeah, God's not as like almighty and merciful as you think. He literally told you guys to fuck off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and also, I was actually kind of fine how far they went with the whole crazy religious stuff because, I mean, it was their fault. It's oh, no. not. It's, it's it, not it like was, they didn't deserve everything that was coming to them. No, it and when was, that and their situation was it was completely corrupt. Add to that, you have both yeah. the Pope of that particular church and then that uh, Archduke shitty guy, both uh, kind of display a mentality that's like they think that 
they they claim to be acting in the name of the Lord, but they're really kind of like obsessed with uh, being this point of authority. Yeah, they just want control. That's yeah. all. They just want to empower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, so I mean, it's like that's when they went that far with it and just saying, and when especially when the demon kind of crushed his head and <laughs> was just telling him over and over, Let I love that. Kiss old you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he was just saying, when he was just saying to him that you know, a guy's not here for you. Blah blah blah, all that stuff. And yeah, he wasn't. I mean, no. you guys messed up pretty bad. You kept saying all the stuff you were doing. You know, in his name. I mean, yeah. They literally did God, everything wrong. If I was God and looking at them, I was like, nope, <laughs> you guys are done. It's like, you want to no. keep saying my name if you want, but like, these demons, yeah, they're going to kill you. I will not be associated with this tra- travesty you guys got going. I mean, come on. Even in the, I think it was in the, the second episode, they were going to with those two priests or whoever, I mean, what, what do you, what do you have Belmont say? Like, no, what kind of priest has uh, a thief's dagger? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, that's telling you what kind of people kind they of people were right there. With. Yeah. They seem more like a uh, assassins than anything else. <laughs> yeah. What kind of people kill an old man? I mean, Jesus. Well, I mean, even their is... methods, like they all had like hidden and disguised weapons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's like they had that one guy had like a cross-shaped scepter, but like you didn't see an actual cross around anyone's neck. No, so I was happy when that guy lost his eye and the other guy lost his finger. I mean, they they deserved it. (laughs) That eyeball guy got really fucked up. (laughs) But I I just think it was funny because Belmont, he was just (laughs) – he was just saying like, I'm out of practice. That's why – because he wasn't trying to – Knock out the guy's eye and take off the finger. He just seemed a little <laughs> yeah, drunk like, and rusty. Oops. Well, he was sober <laughs> at that point. He was just out oh, of yeah, practice. That's what it was. Yeah, it's out of pra- that's just. But anyway, I think I'm jumping way. I'm jumping all over the place. Uh, we're gonna. But, uh, well, no, don't worry about it. We'll kind of like, yeah. you know, hit different points as we go along. Um, like I guess I gotta ask you guys: Am I uh, reading too much into it, or is that that? part of the story kind of like in the area of being anti either anti-theistic or anti-church um i kind of got that feeling uh, a little bit um <laughs> and i was enjoying it mm-hmm. um because they were just portrayed as like crazy assholes um but uh, yeah it and it kind of—that's why I was wondering if it was in the source material or not, because we've kind of seen this show up in anime before, mm-hmm. like where the the church is kind of used as the back the backdrop as like this nefarious organization yeah. that's like really zealous and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's curious if it's something they adapted mm. or if no, if that so, was if just it was a personal interpretation. So. I don't think... Okay, at first, until I had some sort of evidence that in this particular world that they were creating that there was some sort of God, which they had proved at the end uh, of this of this season by you know, doing the holy water yeah. and giving some sort of evidence that that... It exists in some capacity. Before they showed any proof, uh, it did really feel like that they were just like basically saying over and over again, there is no God, there is no God. When are you guys gonna wake up, there's no God, no God, no God. It's just they kept, well, <laughs> they kept I didn't, giving that. I didn't get that 
from it. Um, I just felt like the church was evil because I mean, eventually they are like, oh yeah, there is a god and he doesn't like you, uh, and like right. I, I was curious about it before because. But it didn't make sense because Dracula had mentioned hell a couple times, so I was like, okay, so that'd be weird if this were, there was a world where just hell existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's probably the opposite of it, which is probably where these characters kind of, like the protagonists and the like, the speakers and stuff draw their mm-hmm. you know, power from somehow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I should put this in, even in the games. Uh, God's really not mentioned as a presence. It's more just kind of uh, iconography associated with uh, religion is uh, weaponized. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, one of the items that pops up in the old games is like a rosary. It just kind of drops randomly, but anytime you pick it up, it kills everything on screen. Mm. Um, specifically, there's a L, like an I should put this, an element. Uh, aspect added in the uh, games after Symphony of the Night. Uh, the Belmonts are always like light or wholly aligned. Whereas uh, vampires, Dracula, and a lot of the more demonic creatures are either fire or dark. Add to that, um, certain characters, not in the game, but in story, can only be harmed by light or dark. So that's one of the things I was talking about where I said if this kind of went too long, it would create issues down the line. I mean, having said all that, I think it was handled really well. The story is told. When I said that it could be kind of trying for me, I meant that in more a me personal type deal. Mm -hmm. I'm a short version of that is as I'm a, not exactly religious, but close enough that the fact that most of my friends are atheists can be kind of trying at times. Mm. Now, it does make me wonder that in the second season, if they're going to switch it up and like still, you know, still make it seem like the the church is evil, but they're going to be more helpful this time instead I, of like, because they've seen it now. They, they know it's their fault and maybe now it's going to be all right. We get it. We get what we did. He's come back you know, here. We'll try and help you. Or are they going to keep pushing you down the road of the church is evil and they have to not only deal with Dracula, but also the church still. If, if I had to venture a guess, I'd say no. And I'm kind of hoping we're kind of done with that. Um, not even for the whole trying thing as much as I, I want to get to Dracula. I want to get to that castle. Yeah. Because well, uh, like... the lion's share of the story is going to take place there, if it's anything like the game. It did seem like that was what was happening at the end of the fourth episode. They basically had gathered the team, and now the adventure is about to begin, kind of thing. Yeah, this very much felt like a prologue. Mm-hmm. The adventure begins. Mm-hmm. It's like that Mortal Kombat video. Yeah, it did. And I guess I was reading uh I, I read a little bit not not too much about the reactions people were saying it feels a lot like it's just a movie chopped into four parts mm-hmm. um which uh i can see well, um, you know um uh, trevor gets an arc yeah um but as far as like runtime and as far as some of the episodes 
basically leading directly into one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and that it's, you know, it's a season that's only... Uh, four. It's, it's only four episodes long. Two it's hours. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, it feels like a lot like a movie. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the deal with that was. I wonder if they were I, trying to do it like a... Treat it like an OVA. I think they were because, I mean, sure, it's a very popular game. Uh, you know, among people play lots of game, video games and whatnot. But just among the casual viewing audience of Netflix, mm-hmm. this is something completely new to them. Mm-hmm. So I think it was more of a test, like an OVA, like you said. Yeah, just to see how people are going to take it, if they're going to like it, if we should do a second season. You know, I mean, of course, it got really, you know, everyone loves it. But I think that's why it was only four episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did seem like a test. It seems like we heard about it and then it came out like super mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. yeah, this is one of those projects that has actually, and this is probably why it came out so fast. This is one of those projects that's actually been in development hell for a long time. Mm-hmm. I was hearing about uh, rumors of a Castlevania, like an animated Castlevania film, maybe even like like a decade ago. I mean, back when it was just whispers and rumor. But I remember there's one or more pieces of art that have kind of floated around, uh, floated around the internet related to this project for God knows how long. So I guess uh, it, while I was initially surprised by how fast it came out, in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have. Mm. I really enjoyed the art style, mm-hmm. too. I like, the, I like the art. I um, actually... For some reason, um, maybe because I just watch so much anime, I really thought the voices were going to be Japanese. I know it's not. <laughs> it, w- it wasn't that, but just for some reason, like the, my first thinking was, oh, they're American oh, yeah. voices, and they're actually good. Well, so I was Castlevania just, is originally a Japanese property. Property, thank you. Yeah, but wasn't this... Akamoju Dracula out there. Wasn't this particular show i don't think it was japanese made was no. was it no. no no yeah that's what i that's what i think yeah i feel it's very anime inspired but uh yes yeah uh but no i, I really like the voice acting i like mm-hmm. the dialogue and the art <laughs> good you guys and, have uh, a favorite piece of dialogue <laughs> i liked all the all the fucks and the shits he said something Funny. I can't remember what it was. It was something like, uh, "Oh, I like the the lines about the shit pots when he was entering." Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the shit pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Trevor specifically really likes shit. Likes the word shit. Uh, mm-hmm. I think my favorite instance of that is um, when he's trying to fight the Cyclops and he says, uh, "God shits in my dinner again." <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's and uh, oh. I like when the uh, skeezy farm guys were talking. And um, let me find the line here. Uh, this guy's talking about how this dude was having sex with his goat, and he says he found the guy lying next to the goat, fucked half to death with blood and straw all over his peck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they really went into it on that story. <laughs> hit him with a uh, shovel yeah they did not hold back on this at all with anything oh man um 
And I did like that they just didn't throw lots of cursing in there just for the heck of it. They actually mm-hmm. really <laughs> it, it made it, it just was well done. I don't know. It was all yeah. it was just really well done. That's uh, it's pretty well written. It's uh, I was a little surprised by how much humor they were able to work into it, especially considering how dark it got. Yeah, that the whole scene in the bar was great. Just I liked it. <laughs> yeah, that fight was dirty. I, you know, he's like, I, I never lose a fight, and he's just getting beat up and constantly kicked in the groin. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, oh, a lot of ball shots. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was. Oh, and then when he kicked a la carte and he says like what, did he, what was the line that he he's said like, he's like this isn't a bar fight, bar fight. Have, some <laughs> have some class it's great <laughs> it's great oh man this is good this was a delightful show <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun I enjoyed it yeah I'm just uh, I'd say the only only legit nitpick that I have at it is that I was I was disappointed by the lack of uh, Castlevania music in the soundtrack. Hmm. It's all pretty atmospheric with a kind of '80s tinge to it, and hmm. it works. It's fine. I was just kind of like, I was hoping to hear either certain songs or songs that kind of had hints of uh, music from Castlevania. You would have to do it a bit differently since. Um, the songs in game have kind of like a techno element to it, and kind of like the uh, sound and the pacing of it. But the music also lends itself really well to kind of like a, a classical arrangement. So I think you could have worked some stuff in there pretty easy. Though I've uh, read speculation that it may have had more to do with uh, potential copyright issues and having to spend more money to get the music rights than anything else. Hmm. Yeah, because I was doing a bit of reading, and the producer of the show is like, he's a huge, huge Castlevania fan. Mm-hmm. So I think if it was up to him, he probably would have had it in there. But you're probably right. It's just copyright. Yeah. There's just, I think in particular, I would have liked to hear Vampire Killer, which is like the hero theme of the game, at least once. And I think it's called Dance of Illusion, which is uh, the Dracula boss theme. Specifically, I would have liked to hear that when he was like talking to the people as the giant flaming head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like when he was doing his whole evil Zordon thing. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was not happy. I love Dracula in this. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. I thought it was a cool choice to focus on him for an episode and his his backstory because mm-hmm. I mean I never played any of the games and it was. Interesting to to see that interpretation of him. Yeah. What well, what I also did really like too is that within those four episodes, they managed to cover a lot of different backstories for a lot of different characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you know, Dracula, Alucard, Trevor, the spe- uh, I guess the speakers, uh, just yeah. everyone. Like they, they did a lot of them. There's a decent amount of world building in these first four episodes. Uh, like I said, Trevor gets a like an arc to his character. We're introduced to more people. We get the squad. 
It's pretty good. Yeah, and considering each episode was only what twenty three minutes, twenty five. Was it twenty five minutes? Okay, it was twenty five yeah. minutes. Yeah, it was. They crammed a lot in there. They did the. They paced it really well. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it has me pumped for the next season, which I hope uh, does have some of the uh, Castlevania songs in it, <clears throat> as well as Hopefully. just more Dracula. Well, I have this feeling that in the second season, it's going to be taking out, taking place a lot more in the castle, and yeah. then just you know getting to him. Because uh, let me let me tell you guys something, that castle is fucking huge. That castle is a country in its own right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's a good reason why so many of the games take place in it. Mm-hmm. It's also alive. No, oh, that's fun. Yeah, I heard them say that it flies. It travels. <laughs> travels. Oh, it doesn't oh quite my. fly as much as it rises out of the ground wherever Dracula wants it to. Mm. Oh, that's fine. Which, um, like, if um, you're looking, you can actually see that happening when he finally attacks the city. Mm. Those demons were... Man, them things were Aaron. no joke. <laughs> were tearing it up and then when they had I guess the leader demon thing with the, the you know the it was pretty I'm cool like, looking guy right? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah he's whew. he's got like the weird blue yeah. glowing bits and it looks like he's just got like pikes shoved through him yeah now there's there's some violence happening in this in this show bit of the old ultra violence yeah yeah and ultra no. violence is right no one is scared. <laughs> Who do just... you guys think got it worse, though? <laughs> which, which you mean for I mean, just the over, yeah, over the course of the or... show? Uh, who eats it the uh, hardest? Uh, I kind of wish. Oh, go ahead. Oh, nothing. I just thought I was imp- I was pretty impressed with Eyeball Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he made a little comeback near the end too. That was right. impressive. Yeah, when he went from eyeball guy to blind guy. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, see, I think the uh, sort of like, I don't know, let's call him the priest lieutenant, the one that was kind of leading the charge to kill the speakers when the townspeople turned on him. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a cool one. He got he got jacked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they tore his ass up. Usually that's when you move the camera away. They didn't do that. No. They just, yeah, they let was, you see. That was cool. I wanted to see, what's his yeah. name with the, with the face? Or no, the, the head guy. Yeah, with yep. the kiss. Yeah. I want to see his head get eaten. But like, literally pop. Yeah. All you heard was him going, oh, and then like, and then that was it. Yeah, crunchy. <laughs> Poor guy. What am I saying? Poor guy. He deserved that. He deserved it more than anybody. Really, really did. Alucard kind of had it right when he was telling Dracula, just go find the guy who did it and kill him. Yeah. I I have to say, though, my favorite character has to be Trevor. Because he's just... He's just so great. He's just like... (laughs) He's like another one of the... Besides the bar scene, the other scene I just absolutely love was the whole dialogue between him and Alucard. 
Mm-hmm. It's just, it was so rude. And Alucard <laughs> kept saying that. He just like, just, why are you such a jerk? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is great. I don't care for your tone, Belmont. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd that, say that was uh, my uh, favorite fight in the whole show. It's fantastic. Kind of, kind of, a lot more of that is what I imagine we've got to look forward to once they get into the castle. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's just, it's a fun character. Though I also like yeah. the way shit explodes when they get whipped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit was tight. Yeah. yeah. I, I want the vampire. Uh, that that whip is called the vampire killer, and I want it. <laughs> I can see. That'll hurt you. Well, I think the best thing about it too is that it's kind of the like catch-all tool. Normally, when you're dealing with like stuff like this, you need different shit. You need silver <laughs> for werewolves, and, like crosses and stakes for vampires. Uh, God knows what for mummies and mermen and Frankenstein's and nope, vampire killer is all you need. Mm. I I did like I actually didn't. Maybe it's just a Castlevania thing, but when they were he was kind of leading all of them, the villagers, mm-hmm. uh, to, to fight off all the demons. And he told them to put to rub salt on their weapons. Oh, I yeah. did not know that was yeah, salt is vampires used or, for, or demons. Um, yeah, it's used for, like, um, like even, I guess, like, rituals. Uh, specifically, people, like, trying to mess with, like, dark magics and shit. Normally, the primary mm-hmm. thing you do for your own protection is create a circle of salt around you. Salt huh. has some sort of, uh, I don't know, I guess purifying property when it comes to shit like that. Um, it also kind of comes down to what sort of folklore you're dealing with. Uh, and some some takes on vampires have them unable to cross running water. Hmm. Uh, I think like one of the big things in Buffy and a few other ones is that uh, vampires can't enter uninvited. Um, Castlevania kind of like dabbles in some weird stuff like that, but normally you're only gonna if you're playing the game, you normally only see that in like weapon and item descriptions. I see, but there is some basis for it. So was know. this? An adaptation of the third game? Yeah, it's a pretty tight adaptation. Really? So, I'm curious, like, how the story in the game plays out. Um, a little different, but I'm pretty sure the first level, I kind of skimmed a long play, and I'm pretty sure the first level takes place in, like, a church. Mm -hmm. And I think the idea is that you start the game moving towards Dracula's castle and eventually get there. Um, I think where Trevor found uh, Sypha, I can't. I think that's the name of the magic chick. He mm-hmm. uh, he find the location he finds her and finds Alucard in is a little different, but I think he ultimately finds him the same way. Uh, Sypha mm-hmm. was turned to stone by something, and Alucard was just kind of sleeping in the coffin. Hmm. So I guess it only covers like a small part of what the whole game is. Yeah, so far. I see. Wow. Yeah, I'm kind of curious yeah, as really to um, how deep into the lore they're going to go. Because that could factor into what characters we encounter next. Mm-hmm. 
I know they didn't have a lot of time to go really deep into all the different backstories, but um, I am kind of interested to know more about the Belmont family. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they, they said that, you know, the church hated them because they dabbled in magic and all that stuff. and But there's got to be more to them than that. I know they're oh, hunters yeah. and they've been hunting the demons and stuff for a while, but mm-hmm. it's a family tradition passed down from yeah. generation to generation. The Belmont and apparently Christ. they've been specifically fighting, well, vampires in general and uh, Dracula in particular for some time. Werewolves and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, um, as far as like. Is there a timeline where this drops into somewhere? Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, merciful Christ. The Castlevania timeline. Uh, Before they actually... They have established an official timeline. This is pretty early, depending upon, like, what games you want to include. I want to say, if we're only including the games that uh, Iga deemed canon, then this would be the second by order of events. And I think it actually may be the third... Well, it's obviously the third Castlevania game made chronologically because it's Castlevania 3. Jumper cables, you idiot. <laughs> but yeah, this is, I want to say, in the timeline, uh, the first instance of Dracula proper. I think. I'm not sure. So is it a prequel to a lot of stuff? Um, yeah, well, the first game was... Uh, the first Castlevania game featured Simon Belmont, who's like... Mm-hmm. Who shows up like a hundred years later, so he's like a grandson or a great-grandson of Trevor, depending. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. Because I always remember... I've never played the games, but I know the guy is Simon. Mm-hmm. So... Like, yeah, oh, Trevor be... is kind of like up there in the pantheon of Belmonts as legendary, a legend among legends, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I kind of enjoyed that. I could kind of tell that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, I always like when you find out like legendary dudes were like grimy pieces of shit, or inept, mm-hmm. or just really confused. Yeah, it's kind of neat to see that. Um, one uh, point of interest is if you play the, uh, I can't remember what the name of it was, the Castlevania fighting game on the Wii, you get to see uh, Trevor interact with other characters <laughs> further down the timeline. And like when Simon runs into Trevor, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the man. <laughs> So I'm curious, with each of these, epi- uh, I guess like with games, Castlevania game, is it just Dracula dies, comes back, Dracula dies, comes back, or is it just um, a different... Sometimes, the thing is, is um, according to lore, uh, he will come back every hundred years. Like He naturally has like a reincarnation sort of cycle. However, a lot of the game starts with him being like forcefully drawn back either by some actions he took prior or due to actions of uh, followers of his and he has quite a few or even uh, some family members of his who are also vampires 
But yeah, usually the revival of Dracula will be tied to some sort of plot. Okay, so the man's immortal. It just keeps coming back. Pretty much. Hmm. And uh, hopefully over the course of this uh, story, they'll kind of like go into... Because um, the storyline, the sort of backstory with Dracula was kind of vague in the games. He was just kind of like, this is the big evil man, and he does big evil things. And then as the games went on, they kind of added more and more to it. So I'm kind of curious uh, where they're going to draw the line, if at all. Like how much of the lore are they going to pull from for the sake of the show? Because it could run deep. Well, hopefully. I mean, if the since this one did so well, I would imagine the second season it's going to be the usual maybe 10 or 12 episodes and then kind of mm-hmm. go, keep going from there. The we articles maybe, say you know, 8 or something. Okay, so yeah. right around there then. Yeah, double what we got. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. Uh, I am... Fine. The more they release of this, the better. Now, hopefully, it's not going to be a year from now. Maybe if it came out in October, that would be perfect timing. Well, I'd like for more to be out soon, but I wouldn't want them to rush it either. Yeah, I can. I could put up with waiting. I mean, it's nice to actually get something legit Castlevania. I'm sure those Mercury Steam games are fine. They're not what I wanted. <laughs> Well, maybe this will start <laughs> getting them to make more games or something. That would be nice. I mean, Iga's already making his own shit, so that's fine. And mm. Castlevania is a Konami product, so if mm. they did make more of it. So far, the only thing they're making in that line are pachinko games. Surprise, surprise. Wow. <laughs> um, so it, we may just not get more of this in game form, but I can be okay with it as a show. There was yeah. one game that all the Castlevania diehards wanted but never got, which was uh, like the canonical defeat of Dracula in 1999, also known as the Demon Castle War. Uh-huh. That's right, War. As in, the military got involved. <laughs> Jesus. Whoa. It would have been tight. <laughs> 1999. Yeah. It was, man, they were good. just storming that castle, huh? Oh, yeah. No, like, the whole world decided, we gotta take this son of a bitch down. <laughs> to the degree that, like, among the items you find in the games that take place after that, you can find, like, uh, army fatigues, uh combat knives and at least three different kinds of guns <laughs> but wouldn't it make more sense not to kill him but to just kind of lock him up in a way that you know, oh, he can oh, never when i say he's, kill he's him, gonna come I back mean, that's what i no no when i say kill him that's what i mean like they found a way to like legit kill him oh oh okay uh they kind of they kind of did and they didn't um they didn't that they killed dracula and all the evil aspects of him However, the part of him that, um, some part of him, or actually multiple parts of him, reincarnated in actual people in later games. Not later games, uh, uh, was it Aria of Sorrow? I think it was like the third GBA game. The big selling point of that is, yeah, you're playing as Dracula, 
kinda. <laughs> Basically, it was an excuse to have you, um, to let you have the potential to get abilities from every enemy you encountered. So, Sounds like, the fun. number of moves you can use are just kind of through the goddamn roof. I've actually been playing it. It's fucking sick. Hmm. What's it called? Aria of Sorrow. Hmm. Sorrow. I'd say it's um, one of the closest competitors to Symphony of the Night. Nice. Wood stuff. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we get into recommendations? Mm. Well, as someone who knows nothing about Castlevania, this is pretty fun. It was very metal. Uh, I enjoyed it. What about you, Jeff? Yeah. Really excited for the next season. I mean, if they were just like, we don't care, we're going to kill some babies, then I don't <laughs> even know what they're going to do in the second one. I mean, they've already crossed that line of of like, you know, like taboo. They just, <laughs> oh, I, I'm very excited for the next one. And just to see more character development, more more of the story, more of the art. I mean, I just the animation, I like it all. The dialogue's great. So I'm I'm having a lot of fun with this one, mm-hmm. which is, and I, everyone that I like just talked to about it, <laughs> they all just wish there was more of it. They want more. Uh, I mean, they, they said their you know, four was okay, but man, they wish there was more. So I think this got a lot of lot of good press. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in regards to recommendations, it's kind of funny to recommend this because what I'm recommending is actually heavily inspired by by Castle. Wait, no, not heavily inspired. It Castlevania is heavily inspired by it. And it's actually something we watched. Uh, that being Vampire Hunter D. It even has uh, some of the same... I don't know if beats are the right word, but uh, in the Castlevania games, when you beat the game, the castle sinks into the ground, which uh, also happened in D. Um, spoilers for D. Uh, let's just say D is very similar to Alucard. <laughs> Yeah, and also like there's the weird sort of like mix of magic and tech, in specifically in regards to the vampires, in both of them. Granted, Dracula isn't anywhere near as crazy as that like evil vampire from D. I was thinking about that. I didn't. I watched the wrong thing. <laughs> well, I mean, if you like either of them this will be mm-hmm. a good thing for you, and vice versa. Mm-hmm, cool. The thing that this reminded me the most of was Berserk. Oh, yeah. They're both, like, fucking grim as fuck. They're both super metal. Yeah. <laughs> fucking grim and violent is all hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you like seeing monsters explode and limbs being cut off and mm-hmm. shit, yep. Berserk. Yep. You will enjoy. <laughs> uh, Joe, you got anything? Uh, I have a few. A uh, few vampire-related goodies. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Um, so, 
you're an anime, which if you're listening to this, I would imagine you are. Mm. <laughs> uh, Helsing. Go see Helsing. Yep. Helsing is really good. That's um, also violent as fuck. That is incredibly violent, but it's a very good anime. And I got Alucard is the main guy, and he's... Um, different he kind of Alucard. It's, it's, yeah, it's a different Alucard. It's not the same Alucard as the one in this one, but um, in that one, he's all kinds of nutty and has guns mm-hmm. and it's pretty sweet it's hyper stylish uh, which I yeah one of the things I liked about it so definitely give that a looky uh, another one this is kind of an old one but how could you not love Tom Cruise interview with a vampire <laughs> if you give just that a like go. if if you like what you're interested in is like vampire lore and some drama yeah. that's pretty good I liked it yeah Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, come on. I used to Plus watch that movie with my mom. Yeah. Um, another one I really recommend, it's kind of a very different take on the whole vampire thing. Um, it's on FX. It's called The Strain. You can probably you can watch it on Hulu. The first two seasons like a are out now. virus outbreak type thing, right? Kind of, yeah. It's a, it, the, the way it's different is that these so-called vampires they're more of a parasite that Mm -hmm. kind of um that goes inside of the person's body and it just literally reconfigures their insides to become no it's a very disturbing show because what what it does that the parasite reconfigures their insides and removes all their organs and moves shifts things around and the parasite grows and the way the parasite lives is that it feeds off of uh human blood but it's um it's kind of freaky because it's this long weird like tentacle thing that comes out of the of the host's body it's very disturbing and what's what's cool about it is that i mean really the only vampire element is that the parasite needs to feed off of uh, off of blood Mm -hmm. and that uh it takes over the person's the person's mind but it doesn't take over the person's mind so the person can kind of still kind of be there but the the host but the parasite completely takes over their entire body so it's like there's pieces of their memory and conscience left but Mm. the parasite's taking over everything it's weird so is that the sort of situation where like people who get taken over end up feeding on like family and friends because memory has them drawn to them yes you hit it right on the head that is why it makes it even worse is because um, they'll go. The first ones they go after are the loved ones. So it's it makes for some very disturbing moments some and dire just like shit. yeah, and just like this one too. They don't shy away from like kids getting taken over and and getting killed and it's it's pretty grim and dark. But um, well, yeah, it's, cool. it's like it's. I think one of the reasons why people have kind of like got really sick of vampires and werewolves and all that shit was because we were getting bombarded with yes. the sexy vampire uh, <laughs> and yes. not getting enough of the scary vampire. Freaking glitter. What the hell, man? Um, I personally like um, sexy, scary. I kind of don't care. I like the vampire you fight, which is why I like right. Castlevania. Yeah. yeah. No, it's... um, it's This is... And I think this is why it's so different 
and what makes it really interesting is because it is like a kind of a, a fresh take on the whole vampire thing and mm-hmm. it's it's really cool but uh the first two seasons are really good um each episode is about like 50 or so minutes and the third season's about the, far, the third and final season's about to start i think like in two weeks uh, so it's okay. um but it's but it's very much like yeah like they're putting everyone in quarantine and the thing about it too is that like these little parasites they're tiny little worms that get and all it takes is one to get into the body and it just mm. takes over the entire thing but there's like there's a but the way these these things like when they move around they're kind of like mindless zombies but they're vampire-ish and mm. whenever they attack uh, or if they or just even like what they'll do is they'll spit out like hundreds and thousands of these worms at you mm. so yeah. As soon as they get into your skin, yeah, yeah, that's how they propagate. It's it's, uh, pretty gross, but it's a pretty awesome show. Um, And I guess the last, (laughs) the last thing I'll recommend is a vampire in Brooklyn. Why not? Eddie Murphy. (laughs) I was about to say, isn't that Eddie Murphy? Yeah, in his finest moments. Why not Blackula? Blackula. Okay, well that's that's just that's just silly. You know, uh, you know the funny thing about that, like even in the movie, the funny mm-hmm. thing about that name is that the name Blackula is literally Dracula trolling the dude he bit. <laughs> oh man! He calls him that as a joke. Oh and oh and of course, if you love Wesley Snipes, why not check out Blade? That was good. Oh, Say yeah. it, Mike. Say Fight yeah. vampires. Always some motherfucker trying to ice skate up here. Oh, <laughs> uh, beautiful! Uh, uh, quick side note: What's everybody's favorite blade? I think I've only seen the first one. Second one was good. Third one was shit. Um, <laughs> the third one has small moments, but for the most part, is not great. Uh, no. First one's okay. I think the second one is the business. Yeah, mm. it's got Donnie Yen in it. Donnie Yen's in Blade 2? Yeah. What? It's a non-speaking role. He just kind of looks cool and kicks ass on occasion. Oh, I guess that makes sense. That's interesting. Yep. Um, the first first two are fantastic, but the third one, that yeah, that's... Just has a few moments, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Not the greatest. Mm. But yeah, I think that's all the recommendations I have. Some good um, ones in there. Here's a, here's a big recommendation play literally any of the Castlevania games. Mm. I still uh, haven't done that. Uh, Symphony of the Night is the best. Uh, the GBA games are pretty good. The old games are good too, but they're a lot harder. I think at some point before the next season, I want to try and play through Castlevania 3. Hmm. I did beat one Castlevania game on the Game Boy Advance, but I can't remember the name. What was the first one that came out? Uh, Circle of the Moon. I think that was the one. And I it was a guy with a whip, and he had uh, he could combine cards to make special attacks, right? Yeah. Yes, and you could. It was on the. Yes. Yeah, that's Circle of the Moon. Uh, that's actually the only GBA one I haven't played, which I plan to remedy soon. Wait, wait. Actually, maybe it wasn't a GBA. I remember one on the DS where you had to use the stylus and you had to draw the different oh, uh, the spells. Symbols? Yeah, to seal yes. the monsters. That was uh, Dawn of Sorrow. That's the one I okay, that, was that was the, the uh, sequel to Ario Sorrow. 
yeah, yeah, you own that. You loaned it to me. That's how I played it. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, no, that that one I that was the only one I ever beat, and that was incredibly fun. I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, it's fun as hell. I'd say yeah. uh, Aria and Dawn of Sorrow are the closest contenders to um, to Symphony of the Night. That being said, my uh, personal favorite uh, handheld is um, Portrait of Ruin, mm-hmm. which involved like. Uh, two sort of descendants of uh, various families that appear in the games working together had kind of like a tag out function which was kind of neat nice well it, it will be nice to see more Castlevania because I believe the last ones that came out were those 3D ones uh, shoot which I think it was on the Playstation oh yeah the uh, Mercury Steam games or are you talking about the uh, original Castlevania games that were on the that were in 3D. I think it's one the first one you said. I think it was that one because those those didn't do very well. Uh, they actually did okay. They just didn't do very well with the uh, old school Castlevania audience. It was very much like its own thing with nods to the original. Which one the 3DS ones? No, the um. Well, there was one on the 3DS that's tied to that. The um. The uh, ones that came out on the, I think it was PS3, and yeah, there was one for the 3DS, the uh, Lord of Shadow Castlevania games. Hmm. Uh, they just they just looked and felt too oh. much like God of War. Oh, so like the character action ones, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> was Wasn't there one for the N64 too? No, that was in the original Castlevania line. But, um, yeah, in the, in the original Castlevania timeline, there were a couple of 3D ones. Mm. Uh, there was two on the N64, two that came out for the PS2. Um, Lament of Innocence is probably my favorite, though I liked Curse of Darkness, too. Those are the two that came out on the PS2. Curse of Darkness. Curse of Darkness had a kick-ass soundtrack. Mm. Uh, I would like to recommend Vampire's Kiss starring Nicolas Cage. Hmm. Is that just because it has Nicolas Cage in it? Well, it's about <laughs> vampires. Yeah. Have you guys seen it? Nope. Nope. Hmm. It's, uh, it's worth a watch. It's about a crazy man who thinks that he's turning into a, a vampire. And maybe he is. I can't remember. I don't think I finished it, but... Um, he gives the most Nicolas Cage performance ever. I was about to ask on a scale of 1 to 10 uh, how cagey is Cage. Um, it's like 15. Sick. Oh, man. Better it's the one where he acts the alphabet. <laughs> if you guys have seen that. Alright, we'll have to check that out then. Yeah. Uh, anything you guys want to say to the audience? Before I feast upon the blood of the guilty. Um. What? No, nothing. <laughs> all right. No, um, I don't want any. What? 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 Go. Go. You keep. It. All right. So, just, you, just, sorry. Every time your your sound would cut out at the end of all your sentences, so it would sound like you were like, I don't want to. I just don't. I don't. No, I have nothing to say. 
<sighs> okay. Okay. Alright. I was just gonna say. Check out the strain once again. It is a really <laughs> cool take. I'm serious, it's really awesome. I really like it a lot. Um It was created by Del Toro too. He actually and it, so it, it's like it's very much a, like a horror type thing, that horror vampire. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um it is kind of slow in the beginning, a little bit for the first few episodes, but once it starts to pick up, it's just nonstop uh from there. So it's it's an original story. It's pretty cool. Check it out. I like it. Like 28 days later, but with vampires. All right. Cool. And uh, now I thought I could end it with uh, something funny from the show, but I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. When am I going to get to hear somebody talk about miserable piles of secrets? <laughs> That's quite a ways into the timeline. Uh, the next time Alucard wakes up, you'll get to hear about it. Mm-hmm. So I see the bad guy in Symphony of the Night. Uh, no, it's Dracula again. He's the, main, uh, he's the playable character. Oh, okay. Opening and closing theme is Synthetic Highway. Please check out its creator, Submorphine, at soundcloud.com slash submorphine. S-U-D-M-O-R-P-H-I-E. The preview theme slash promo theme is Anime Raku. Please check out its creator at facebook.com slash squarion, S-Q-U-A-R-I-O-N. Also check out Squarion's Flash Project, Project Stick, at facebook.com slash project stick. For old episodes and new episodes as they come out, please subscribe to us on soundcloud.com slash radio. You can also subscribe to us on Facebook at facebook.com slash radio, on Twitter at radio, or through Android, iTunes, or Google Play. If you want to talk to the host individually, I'm on Twitter at OldTopicConnect. Joe is on Twitter at... MAGP returns and Mike is on Twitter at Hyper90s. Which is why he was able to take stupid amounts of damage. Probably also why he can, like, attack so fast and hit hard enough to kick a guy into a second story window. Or a chick out of her shoes. (laughs) Or a dude through a pipe.